Welcome to Stuart Group's The Real Wealth Podcast Channel. Financial planning, it's not boring. It can be exciting and fun, and we make sure to bring that energy into the equation one podcast at a time. To get updates on our latest podcast episodes, hit the follow button on our SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Today, we have a very special guest with us. It's Carol Reed from Soulpreneurs. Welcome to Stuart Group, Carol. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so lovely to have you here. I almost don't know where to start with you because <laughs> there's so many zillions of things I'd like to talk about. But why don't we just start off kind of talking about you've got different things that you do, different strings to your bows. So you've got Soulpreneurs, Happy for No Reason, and Mind Power, was it? Yes, and the Desire Map. So, and the Desire so Map. So if you kind of think of Soulpreneurs as the overarching kind of brand, yes. and then underneath there we've got, I've got sort of three arms to, to that, if you like. So, yes. so three programs that people can work with me on. Um, they can either work with me on the Desire Map, which is uh, mm-hmm. a, a way of being able to work out how, how you most want to feel in your life. And then set your goals from how you most want to feel. You know how we we go out there and and finance is an interesting goal because we all have goals around finance. Yes. Um, But you set your goals, but actually, you know, you're setting them from a place of getting. We're actually setting them from a place of feeling gets you there faster because it's more genuine, it's more connected to the outcome. So you start off with how you want to feel. feel. And then figure out what's going to bring about that. Yes, what's going, what are the goals that you want to feed into how you want to feel? Oh, that sounds exciting yeah. as well. And so, so that's one of the things that you've been working with people for some time now? Yeah, quite a few years. I think about three years now. I'm a licensed facilitator of that work. Um, it's from a lady called Danielle Laporte out of Canada. Yes. Uh, and it's a, it's just a, it's a really lovely way to, to unpack how you most want to get the most from your life really because some people don't know what they want do they and it's trying to a lot of us Mm. and it's figuring out I guess the questions to ask people like you said to help unlock or unpack that things that people often haven't given any actual thought or feel that they have the right to do what they want absolutely truly there's a definite worthiness component that sits in amongst all that and and that would feed into finance too wouldn't it I'm sure you find when you're talking to people that you've got to unpack quite a bit of stuff to, yeah. to figure out what it is they want to very, do with their very, yeah very much so I think there's a lot of things that are very similar along with sort of the goal setting and the sense of empowerment and a lot of people don't give any thought to it it is a lot about um, surviving mm. It's getting up, paying the bills, um, whatever it is that you deal with people with. And you actually don't have the time, perhaps, or give yourself the time or the permission to actually start thinking about what it is that you want. And it's funny because I was just thinking, when you're a child, all the dreams that you have Mm. about, I don't know, I wanted to be a helicopter pilot. I wanted to be a chef, which is hilarious because I don't like cooking. I don't even know where that came from. But all those things you allow yourself to dream. and. As an adult, you kind of don't, and I don't know when that stops with people. Yeah, life pushes us around, doesn't it? You know, it can, it can have its um, its moments where mm. you know, we've got challenges, and 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 we all have that. No, no one gets out of this life unscathed. True. Um, so it's about recognizing some of those wounds, I suppose, and and recognizing that actually I want to make some changes around that, or I recognize this is holding me back, and mm. I want something more. Yes, um, and, and and when you're in that place, that's a great place to start working from. 
yes, I want something more. And then you start wondering, I guess. And that's where you help people with that wondering. Yes. To kind of channel it a little bit. Yes. And, and it's, give them a bit of a structure. Yes, it is structured. So the design map is quite structured. It's uh, It's got five areas of our life that we go through. So we're, we're really sort of targeting and pinpointing in. Mm. Um, the other program I've got is Happy for No Reason, which is a wonderful program for corporates and, and groups. I do do one-on-one with that as well, but it works really well in groups. And, and, and it's, a, it's a wonderful way of creating an inner home of happiness. So we build on the seven pillars that sit inside our inner home of happiness. So um, it's really... it's tell, tell me, I need to know a little bit more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Your seven pillars of happiness. Yeah. I think everyone's like, well, what are they? Yeah, yeah. So lots of research was done. I mean, there's been so much... Uh, research done around happiness now in fact there's a, a, a happiness center in america that solely works on the greater good it's called the greater good foundation and yes. it works and works on you know how you're going to be happier um and how we can we can because everything we're doing is is for a feeling and often a feeling to feel happier yes you know? yeah and a lot of the things that we do are like to feel happier sometimes are not the most constructive like sometimes well my mind always goes to chocolate yeah um, that yeah, always makes me wine, well, that, that makes me happy, but that doesn't actually get me get me past that just no. that moment. Yeah. And you're looking for something a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. Goes, it, it, yeah. So the seven areas are we talk about building um, your foundation because everything starts with a great foundation. Mm. So we started building um, building our foundation, which is self responsibility. So how am I going to take responsibility for my own happiness today? So getting rid of blaming, shaming, and complaining. Mm-hmm. So, you know, blaming someone else because I'm unhappy or because, or you know, the kids didn't empty the dishwasher this morning, now I'm going to have a bad day. Or, yes. You know, um, you know he, my husband didn't do this, so X, Y, Z is going to happen, you know. Yes, I do. Um, so, yeah, so, so really keeping that, f- for you know, the forefront of your mind. How am I going to take personal responsibility for my happiness? So that's your foundation. Yes. And we give you three habits around that. So each foundation has three habits. So in the end, you'll have 21 happiness habits that mm. you'll be able to draw on and use in your daily lives it's incredible that there's so much to people and yet it's always around if people are doing anything around health but none of the soul none of the heart um none of the training of your mind Mm. or 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 goal setting Mm. it's fascinating Mm. so you so yes we think again we think well what's physical is real but because that's what we can see Mm. that's Mm -hmm. what we can see and then uh the uh, life purpose is the roof so um, what what am I doing that's actually really inspiring in my life? And, and it's not necessarily our work because we could be working and really enjoying our work, but it, it may not be our life purpose. And that's okay. Mm. I think we get quite caught up and it's got to be my work. But actually, you know, you could be belonging to a fantastic club or church or or um, a community group that, you know, you, you really find, you know, lights you up. Yeah, and you feel you contribute that way because a lot of pressure can be put on people are you doing your life's purpose and you assume it's your job? So if you're not doing it in your job, it's another thing to beat yourself up about. Exactly, exactly. But it's actually just noticing where is it that you feel, I guess, most purposeful. Yes. And doing that as much as you what possibly... What inspires you? What inspires you? You know, like if, you, if you're feeling, living that inspired life, then others around you are going to feel inspired. Very you true. Know, your life's just going to go in a lot smoother direction really yes um, it so that flows the, in a different way doesn't it It does it totally does so that, that's the roof and then finally the garden is mm. our relationships with others so mm. um, you are the sum of the five people closest to you 
So mm. have a wee think about who in your life is closest to you and are they supporting you and helping you on where you want to go to or are they actually, you know, pulling you down and, and actually need to have a bit of distance between you and them. So Because I guess things change as you evolve as a human being and you may still have those same five people that you had from 10, 15, 20 years ago and you may not be the same person exactly Mm -hmm. exactly oh that's an interesting point i never thought about looking at the five closest relationships to you yes there actually sounds like there's a lot to it there is a lot but it it. sounds quite simple and quite inspiring like i always find this when i'm with you carol (laughs) that i'm instantly thinking oh my eyes you can't see me on the podcast my eyes get bigger and i start taking notes and thinking about how it applies to my life and often to people i care about in, in my life and how that would benefit. So Carol, why do you think that some women are lacking in confidence to ask for advice or for help either in what you do or certainly with, with what I deal with in terms of finance and investment? Why do you think that is? I think it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't. So it's yes. a bit of that. It's fear. Yes. Um, and it's sort of, well, uh, I'm not sure what, what will be the outcome, so I'll stay within my comfort zone where I'm mm. feeling safe, even though actually that's not particularly safe. Um, and it's just being able to have the courage, and it does take a little bit of bravery to be able to say, hey, I, I need a bit of help here. You know, mm. I'd really appreciate some time with you. Let's sit down and have a bit of a chat. And then if, if that doesn't work, you know, if, if, if at the end of that conversation it's still not right, then of course you go with your gut feeling and, and don't do anything about it. But, you know, if it is right, then it's it's only going to be, you know, impactful and amazing at the other end, you know. I, I agree. It's And you put it really well. It is, it is fear and it is that comfort zone. And often women are doing themselves a great disservice by sitting in what their comfort zone is because then they often find out 10 years down the line if they'd talked to somebody and made a decision at that point it would have had a huge impact on where they are financially yeah. um, which is why I'm just such a, a huge advocate um, of of um, promoting women to have these conversations I mean I'm a chronic procrastinator myself so I totally I totally get it and it's that feeling of being judged yep. um, that people avoid it's that ostrich putting the head in the sand yep. Yep. Um, but if I, I do nothing about it it might go away it might go away or it's not that bad mm. but or, or I don't know actually I don't know what I'm doing so yes I, I, I just don't I, I'll leave it to him because he's always done it. Yes. Um, and I can tell you with my mother, it was really interesting because that was how I was raised as well. My father wrote checks out yes. uh, and gave mum money for housekeeping. Uh, and when we wanted to get something, dad would write the check out. So we'd have to go and ask dad, you know, can we have some new clothes? So he gave permission. Yeah, he gave permission. And he wasn't stingy about no, it or anything. But, but he was still in control. He was in control of everything. And that, that, that was done right through the generation so it wasn't an unusual thing Mm -hmm. but the reality was it didn't leave her in a good space when he passed on because she didn't know what was going on with the finances and then she's left at that stage to learn with everything else and I think thank you for making that point just so perfectly is that's what we see a lot of and I just say don't wait yeah you know educate yourself now um, and, 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 and it can be daunting learning a new thing. Yes. I know we've both, well, you doing your hot coals, I think my big thing this year was doing the Tongariro yes, Crossing. Right. And you challenge yourself, and it wasn't always enjoyable, but you kind of get to the end and you're so pleased that you've done yes. it. And it, it, impre- it um, increases your appreciation of life 
and I think you flow kind of better with it because it's one thing that you've sorted out and addressed and as you're teaching uh, people that you're working with you feel empowered yes you feel confident you're not afraid to speak up yes you know it's it's I think sometimes we don't say something because we're embarrassed to sound stupid. Yes. Because we don't understand the jargon. I know I've had that myself, you know, as I've been learning um, here. And once you get that confidence, you know, a little bit, it's fantastic feeling. You can have that conversation. um, And then you can start really learning about what's best for you. Yes. And start putting some strategies in place. And as you said, the sky's the limit for people. Well, it is. And I think the other point, too, is um, trust. Mm. You know, trust is a big thing around money and, and around the stuff that I do, you know, emotional yes. well-being and stuff like yeah. that. So being able to recognise that I do have to trust in the process or I do have to trust in this person. Mm. Um, and I can I can safely say, hand on heart, Trudy, that you are de- definitely incredibly trustworthy. Thank you, So, Carol. you know, if, if really people cool. were ever considering mm. what they wanted to do with their finances you mm. would be the person I would definitely recommend and say yes because 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 you are trustworthy and Thank you will you. be kind and compassionate Thank around you. what they're going through whatever that might be if it's a divorce or if it's a if it's a death or whatever mm. that was you know it's, a, it's an estate or whatever it might be you know you would definitely give them the right advice and I also think with you is that if you didn't know you'd, you'd say you'd say straight away look I haven't had experience in that area or I'm not quite sure about that I'm going to check on it and come back to you. Mm. Well thank you very much for saying that Carol I really appreciate it because you're right it is that the, the trust yeah. and I think that takes me back to what you'd said earlier about trusting your gut to so go in and have a conversation with somebody and see what the connection is like and and if the information is easy and it's flowing, and you find you, that you can talk to this person, you don't feel judged, then that's the advisor, and then you kind of go from there. Yeah. 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 I mean, when my mother passed on, she had $95,000 sitting in her bank account. And was she aware of that? when? I think she... I th- I, 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 I'm... I think she probably was because you know she mm. was she was brought up during the war as well. So you know she held on to everything, every yes. penny. Yes. But I just found it interesting that that money w- wasn't working for her. You know, no. she, she could have had it and in, in, invested or and yeah. put somewhere. It was where just it sitting work, in a bank account, yeah, doing doing very little. Yeah. And it could be working for her, and that's a big point too that people may or may not understand around financial advice mm. is that you know you don't have to have a lot. But get the stuff that you've got working. Working for you. And this is so true. And this is in terms of KiwiSaver as well. Um, so many people are not uh, focusing enough on it to be able to get the best out of, as you said, what you've got. It's not about having zillions. It's about whatever you've got, making the most of that. Yes. Um, and I think that's a perfect point and a great place to end so carol reed from soulpreneurs thank you so much for coming in today it's been a pleasure as always i have totally enjoyed it thank you very much for having me trudy my pleasure The information provided or any opinions expressed in this podcast are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. 
You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from an authorised financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge by calling 0800 878 961 or visit our website www.stuartgroup.co.nz.